Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby and a newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Like that when we were the top Xander hating Buffy podcast. I really feel like that's I think our we're niche. still that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's who we are. <laughs> this... That plus fashion is this podcast. Yeah. That's the two things that we do. Well, and we do them so well. So why would we stop? This we is shouldn't. episode six, the pack. Original air date April seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Uh huh. I remembered this episode did i remember specific details about it that i wish i had not forgotten no. there are very specific details that i completely forgot oh we'll get into this boy but yeah oh it's boy. uh it's a heck of an episode it is a heck of an episode that is that is what it is we open up kids are at the zoo on a field trip buffy gets bullied by the cool kids <laughs> Like, I don't even know who these kids are. We've never seen them before. There are four of them, two guys and two girls. They're all mildly attractive. They're all, like, 30. Yeah, no, they're old. And, (laughs) you know, the one girl has, uh, like, that, like, super short 90s hair. It looks good on her. Oh, yeah, no, it looks good. It dates her. Yeah, it's it's mad Mm -hmm. 90s. Buffy's got on some sort of, like, beige. What is Buffy wearing? coat i said blazer but it's got the lapels of a trench coat well, and it's like a mini trench coat it like yeah <laughs> it's short but it covers her skirt <laughs> i don't know and then she's like... also got a leopard print shirt <laughs> oh yeah and an ascot i, I wrote down ascot i think it's That's an ascot. what it is yeah. yeah or a neckerchief one of the two like maybe it's too too small to be an ascot i don't know enough about ascots no nor do i but <laughs> We shouldn't need to for this teenage kids show. Oh, so good. I I was confused. It's bizarre. Anyway, we set up very quickly that we have four jerks to deal with in this episode. And like the way they were bullying her was sort of weird, wasn't it? It's incredibly weird. They're weird kids. No, but they're like, oh hi, you got kicked out of your old school, like because you were fighting. Like, isn't doesn't that make her super cool? Like she's such yeah. a badass. She's she's dangerous. She's way more dangerous than them. Like, why would they bully her anyways? It makes no sense at all. And why do you bully the pretty popular, you know, attractive girl? It's a strange move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We find Willow and Xander. Xander's very excited about seeing the (laughs) zebra mating patterns. To be fair, Willow was also pretty excited about it. That's true. But she just likes spending time with Xander. That's true. So yeah, they're they're hyped. Buffy's pretty bummed that she missed out on that. That's for sure. We're seeing a lot of sweater on Xander. <laughs> I would say too much. That's a good way to describe it. A lot. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's the 90s, but yeah. They're Come at, on, man. They're, they're at the zoo. Like, what month is it? <laughs> it's California, allegedly. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. That must be so uncomfortable. <laughs> People on TV always wear long sleeves and are never uncomfortable <laughs> that's what we need to learn we meet lance what the a name. other new person like is that really like a lame dude name no like especially that's a bro name right that's a brock R- yeah lance. you got your brock and your lance so so pokemon gym leaders <laughs> no. oh are those no no lance is one and brock is a is your like is ash's friend <laughs> right those are pokemon names though doesn't matter <laughs> 
Anyways. Yeah, Brock, Ash, and Lance can all hang out. <laughs> Fucking Lance. I would super believe that. Well, he is not cool. He is a super nerd. Doing Is he sketching or taking notes? I don't know. He's doing something school related on this field trip, and that will not stand what with a fucking the square. cool kids. Yeah. yeah, they want him to know that he <laughs> is unpopular and uncool. And Flutie comes up, Mr. Flutester. Oh, the Flutester. He comes up and saves Lance from being bullied. But Lance is like, oh, if I tell Flutester that I'm getting bullied, obviously these people will beat me up. So he plays it cool, and then they're like, oh, Lance, that was a pretty sweet thing to do. That guy's been all over us. We like you now. Come hang out with us. He's been accepted into the cool kids. I mean, it was pretty easy. All he had to do was remember that snitches get stitches, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's wisdom for the ages, for sure. (laughs) So they're like, oh, look at this sweet off-limits hyena house. Let's go in there. Love the hyena house. Like, like, this this is how dangerous they are. And again, they made fun of Buffy. Like, yeah, it's anyways... Doesn't we matter. need to get this moving along. Anyway, <laughs> Xander <laughs> sees Lance getting taken into the off-limits hyena house. He knows that nothing good will come of this. All of them know. He goes to rescue Lance. Buffy's like, do you want me to help? No, yeah, he's fine. It's just a couple of jerk kids. But as he's in saving Lance from the bullies, what happens but all of the bullies plus Xander get flashes of hyena eye. Hyena eye. Yeah, that sounds like it's pretty contagious. It's and it obviously really is. bizarre. Well, and actually, Buffy does try to go in after him, but then there's like a, a guy with glasses. Oh, the zookeeper. Who's like, oh, these hyenas are under quarantine. Right. And uh, you, you can't go in there. Lock the door. <laughs> Caution tape was the best you had. People in this universe do not know how locks work. Didn't you or love fences. how realistic that hyena was? <laughs> <laughs> it's super great. Super great. Right. Uh, and then they're all laughing a lot. And I think that's the end of our cold open. Like like hyenas, Michaela. Like hyenas do. Yeah. That's the end of our cold open. And this brings us to our first segment of the night. Oh. Theme song, team song, letting off some steam song. Oh, he's doing his own theme music? Do you want to tell our listeners what this is about? I would love to. I mean, I mean, something about the theme song. That's for sure. It is something about the theme song. Very well done. (laughs) So eloquent. Uh, Yep. So you have feelings about the theme song in season one and two. And it will change in season three. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. All right. Come on. Oh, we haven't discussed that yet, have we? No. Well, I mean, in the previous theme song, team song, let right. an awesome steam song. We do talk about this we have. Every, every episode, yeah. And I really want to say that phrase again, because it's really easy for me to say. I hope you have to uh. say it many more times. For sure, they re-recorded, I think, for season three. Yeah. And it just, honestly, there are so many people that I'll go on about how much better the theme song gets. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, do you have ears? <laughs> It's really rough in seasons one and two. It's, yeah. What specifically don't you like about it? Is there anything you can pick out? It just sounds much lower quality. It, yeah. And it's definitely not like a perfect rendition of no. the song. Part of the reason they re-recorded it, with the same band, yeah. it's Nerf Herder doing yeah. both versions. Yeah. 
but part of the reason is that they do go off tempo <laughs> in the middle of the song. Yeah, and it's... and it's not super noticeable, but once you hear it, you're like, "Oh, I really hate this part now," because <laughs> you can just hear where it just gets into a, like a jumble and an awful mess. Yeah, yeah, and so, so that's you're the theme like... song. It'll change eventually. Yeah, you you kind of get used to it, and then you get to season three, and you're like, "Oh my god." everything's okay again <laughs> which is dramatic so much better but whatever <laughs> so buffy and willow are chilling at the bronze the only place that they hang out outside of the school other than the library right well that's in school yeah and uh buffy's wearing like i have to call it like a 70s style dress with like a it's like a big <laughs> ring and then she's got uh angel's jacket on because that's oh yeah still looking pretty great on her oh isn't it looking good <sighs> yeah no, it's not. No. Buffy's talking about how she's been unlucky in love recently, and she hasn't even had that tingly feeling for a while. <laughs> and this would be much more easy to believe if last episode she hadn't been wandering around, around with Owen so much. Right? And, like, she was, like, really mooning over Owen. Yeah. Like, hard for months, maybe? Last At least weeks. episode. One episode ago. Which I'm assuming is about a week ago. Yeah, who knows? And then, of course, she's saying all this... Again, while wearing, while Angel's, wearing jacket, Angel's jacket. Which Willow also points out to be like, uh, what about the guy who owns that jacket you're wearing? But then it's she's all like, oh, he's kind of weird. All he does is show up and talk about vampires and give me cryptic warnings. But God damn it, if he ain't sexy as fuck. Right. <laughs> it's basically, I'm paraphrasing, but you know. So she has tingly feelings. <laughs> I mean, she has some kind of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. She's 16. Oh, God. (laughs) No, don't worry. She's 20. She's 20. It's fine. (laughs) It's more okay. Uh, Xander shows up to hang out with his friends at the bronze, and he's hungry, like only animals get. I've never been hungry as a human. I wouldn't understand what Xander's feeling. But yeah, he comes up and eats. He eats like her, what, croissant or something? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, what is this bird food? I need real food. And you're just like, okay, we get it. You're a fucking hyena. Yeah. Right, yeah. And Willow and Buffy uh, had noticed that he was acting weird on the bus back. But then, like, they kind of brush it off. They're like, oh, whatever. It's not a big deal. Nothing weird ever happens in Sunnydale. Yeah. Like, why would they they suspect anything, right? That's fine. And then he tells Buffy that she had a shower. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, it's okay, though. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, I still like you. She's like, oh, ha, ha, kooky Xander. <laughs> Always saying stuff about my bathing habits. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is when we see for the next time, the pack. The pack. And now they are the pack rather than just the cool kids. I was calling them the pack the whole time in my notes before this. Yeah. Because it's pretty obvious. But oh, they're a hyena pack and they come up and they laugh a lot and they're making fun of a fat kid. And Xander has like a weird stare down with the one dude. Is this like an alpha thing? What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. Animals, right? I I wrote down Xander has so much sexual tension with men. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that stare down, it's pretty sexual between him and that other dude. Well, this whole episode is about... You know, teenage guys doing weird things to fit in and sort of changing, being not who they were before. And like, I mean, Giles uh, when they is go literally to hang out with a people. Yeah, Giles is literally gonna say this later, basically. Because like, they're not very subtle. Testosterone, ha ha. Right. So yeah, 
the alpha thing makes a lot of sense in that regard, I guess. I guess. But yeah, so they're making anyway. fun of the fat kid, and then Xander's laughing along. No, oh, that's not like Xander. He's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's so nice and really creepy. Smash cut to Buffy doing some training in the library, which is in the school <laughs> during normal school hours. And I know that the point is that they're in a high school, and so the library isn't very busy, but surely someone could have just walked into the <laughs> library while Giles is kitted out, and she's, like, double-kicking him. Yeah, like, it takes one student walking in to be like, oh, what's what's this about? You know, anyone gets involved, and everyone's yeah, like, this is pretty weird, guys, weird what were you doing? she's, you know, a person from a new, another school who burned her gym down. Now she's doing martial arts training with the librarian. <laughs> with the librarian. Oh, man. Oh, and this this scene confused me. I was kind of like, because nothing really happens in it. It's just showing them training. No. And then Giles doesn't come back until like minute 24 like of like <laughs> Netflix minutes. Right. So like that's well over. That, yeah. And the so episode. then I thought to myself, maybe this weird little scene is just to be like, oh, here's some screen oh, time, Giles. Yeah, here's why Giles like, isn't I don't know. in good enough condition to show up during any of the rest of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it was strange, but it just seemed like they needed to, like, kind of throw him in there. Because this episode's pretty Giles light in general, I would say. Yeah. Now we get some quality critter cam. Something's in this school. Uh, something is scurrying oh, no. through the school. What could it be? All of the students are jumping out of the way. It's an adorable oh, little pig. Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's Herbert the Razorback, Herbert and he's got little tusks, tusks like, tied onto him. He's got a little Razorback. Razor <laughs> he's got a helmet. He's adorable. Yeah, the flutesters picking him up, and he's like, oh, this little guy got away. He's going to be the new mascot. Aww. He's so fearsome. And you're like, yes, it's he so is. so cute. <laughs> it was at this point that I remembered <laughs> that Herbert gets eaten by the pack. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew he was going to get eaten, and then I was just immediately very sad, and yeah. I was like, oh no, he's so cute. Why'd they make him so cute? So Not that you fair. would feel that bad. <sighs> but the point right. is just that the school now has a pig in it. Yeah. And we go outside to see Z- Xander and Willow doing some math. And, yo, Willow's talking that math. Ooh, saying all those math a, terms. an angle. Mm, and, mm. It's good stuff. Uh, now... Xander's turning into a hyena, right? <laughs> yeah. They're Hyenas from, are really bad at well, math. I was thinking that they're from an area with lots of trees. And so surely he should be at home with geometries. <laughs> but apparently this is not the case. I mean, one might argue that the hyenas are from like the... the Serengeti? Uh, yeah. That's what I'm trying not to say. Not a lot of trees. Listen. Not a lot of trees. There's a joke <laughs> and I love that joke. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm not saying I'm not on board. But yeah, so Xander is not good at math, and then he gets weirdly aggressive about the whole thing and throws his book out, and he's like, bleh, I hate everything. I, don't I hate you and your stupid thing. math. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Buffy is helping the flutester get Herbie. I His name's Herbert, isn't it? I call him, yeah. I <laughs> yes. called him Herbie in all my notes. <laughs> Let's he's be honest. literally in the show for half an Does episode. Does not matter. Anyways. I'm amazed that you managed to do a nickname in <laughs> that time. It's obvious. He's adorable. You have to, like, shorten it and put a, a Y on the end, right? But yeah, so Buffy's helping him get him back in the cage, and then Xander walks by and the pig right. loses Doesn't his like shit. Xander. And Xander's doing that really creepy stare down at Buffy. Pretty mm. creepy stuff. Mm. Buffy's got that sweet, sweet cross necklace from Angel on, that guy she's not into. <laughs> Still wearing that necklace. Totally doesn't get any tingly feelings from him. Nope. She has never known love in her life. No, definitely not. 
we get one of my favorite scenes from this episode <laughs> where the kids are in physical education oh. and it's raining outside. Is it? So they can't go outside. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, so he said that, but you're like, does it rain there? <laughs> Occasionally. I'm not sure. Which is why they're so used to being able to go outside that they have to stay in and play dodgeball. Right, instead. they would melt in the rain, I see. And I wonder if yes. the pack will be any good at this. <laughs> and, ooh, somehow they all managed to end up on the same team. That oh, was lucky. Yeah. We get a full minute of dodgeball? Wow, it's a lot of dodgeball. It doesn't ball. sound like that much, just listening to like, oh, uh, only oh. a minute. It's so oh. much dodgeball. It's Xander a lot hurts Willow's feelings by throwing a dodgeball at her. He whips it at her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just fucking it's dodgeball. nails her with that. <laughs> okay, That's the but, point of the you game. Know, you throw you're... balls at people. Listen, you're not a girl. I get that. <laughs> you don't throw a ball really hard at your friend on the other team. Because yes, you the do. Teams... That's how no. your team wins. No, teams are temporary. Hitting the other person really hard with the <laughs> ball is not going to go away. I mean, so it'll anyways, be forgotten in a week. Willow is reasonably upset by no, this. Right, it's, it's reasonable. And then the the pack is they're very good at dodgeball. Oh, obviously, surprising. they're kick they're kicking ass. And then all of a sudden, oh no. Only Buffy, the pack, Buffy is and on Lance the other team. Left. The only one left from the other team. Lance is on the the pack's team. <laughs> and no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not giving do. it the gravity uh, that you are. I really got to work on just that. Just looks at them as they're all picking up balls to throw at Buffy, and they all turn on him, even though they are on his team. Yeah, and you know, I assume I'm not sure if they ever actually like went over this, but you know, they they recognize that Lance. Or Buffy. Those are the options. Lance is clearly much weaker. I, I mean, I don't know why the rest of them know that, but Xander does. Presumably he's the alpha. I still don't know. It doesn't matter. Who so cares? yeah, they start to just fucking pummel Lance uh, with those dogs. This is balls. my favorite line. <laughs> the <laughs> Zed teacher looks on as this is happening and just says, God, this game is brutal. I love it. <laughs> You're kind of like, okay, so that's why he didn't stop them. Because I was wondering why he didn't stop them. But like... It's such a strange line. He's a it's teacher. So like, like, is he like a war veteran or something? I don't know. <laughs> he just likes seeing weird. the kids beat up on each other. I, get, I don't know. Apparently? It's great. It is a very funny line. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. It's just weird. <sighs> Now, the first of several bad things to happen in this episode. This is where the the all capital notes start. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It's not great. Xander is generally a jerk. He's a jerk to Willow. He's a jerk to Buffy. He's a jerk to his nameless friend who's talking about guitar things. And then he and the pack get a little scent in their noses. What's that? What's that? Uh, smells like bacon. They go into the room with the unguarded pig. No, no, no. No, no? You, you've missed the most important scene of this episode. What? <laughs> so first they go after some hot dogs, right? Right. Right, 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 no. And, but you're like, Michaela, that was just a stupid little thing to show that when they eat cooked meat, they're not happy. Right. But no, no, Dave. To you, I would say that, did you recognize one of the guys that they stole a hot dog from? No. Was it not the extra from the computer lab in the first episode? <laughs> <laughs> It fucking what? was. It was computer it guy? It was computer guy. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just, I can't even. I was like, 
I looked at him and I'm like, that guy's super 90s. And I was like, wait, is that is that who I think it is? is? He, and I looked is he it Mr. Up. 90s? His name is uh, Jeffrey Stephen Smith, if you'd like to look him up on IMDb. Is he that his actor's, actor's name or name. the character name? His actor's <sighs> name. And uh, he is credited in two episodes of Buffy. He's credited as, I think he's called like computer lab guy or like guy in computer <laughs> lab. And then he's called Adam in this episode. So he actually got himself oh. a name here. But oh, yeah. fuck. How did I not recognize that? <laughs> you were obsessed Jesus. with him. <laughs> He's great. I love that he got two two yeah. parts on the show, but not a third. Mm. Oh, man. And they, even, they gave him a name here, and then they were like, uh, oh, they we must don't have really realized want you the 90s were anymore. coming to a close. <laughs> and he was just, yeah, his hair was not, not working for them anymore. Anyway, right. after the most important scene, <laughs> was that the all caps? I wrote down in all caps. OMG, is it the extra from the computer lab? Stopped <laughs> the episode, went to IMDb, and confirmed that yes, it fucking was. Oh, amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, now we get yeah. to the scene where the pack surrounds a caged Herbie. Oh. Yeah. And we are left with the inevitable conclusion that they eat him. And then there's like a slow-mo walking scene. This is the I just ate a pig strut. <laughs> And it's all of them, yeah, just doing a great oh, slow-mo walk. Like, yeah. I'm a badass. I just ate a pig. And, like, the slow-mo walking scene also goes on for a long time. A real long time. Xander, like, spins around at one point to look at a girl who's going by. short hair girl has got some pretty dark lipstick happening here. Yeah, she's super 90s and, like, 30. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's horrifying. Yeah, they, it's really they pretty horrifying. Pig. And... This is, I'm, I'm not sure when exactly it happened, but sometime around here I remembered that Flutie nearly gets mm-hmm. eaten in this episode. Like, the pack are threatening him at yeah. some point, and I remember being like, oh man, that's horrifying. So yeah, I was like, oh no, this, this I guess they actually eat the pig, but this is going to get bad again, which is not great. And, I mean, I understand that they're, like, possessed by hyenas, but they're still people. Right? Yeah, Xander can still like reason and talk to people and i just how did they consume the pig i just i don't really want to think too hard about it no i really right. don't so anyways they finish their slow-mo walk and they're kind of below the balcony from where willow and buffy are sitting and apparently hyenas have super hearing because xander is like super listening hearing. to their combo and when you get possessed you gain the physical attributes would they have turned into hyenas? The whole what's going to happen to them if they don't fix this? There's just like a picture they show. Yeah. And it's all very unclear what, like, right. uh, maybe the hyena just takes them over more and more until they're like a mindless beast, but still in a human's body? I'm not really sure. Willow is sad. Buffy knows that this is not the Xander she knows. And if there's something weird going on, you go up to the G-Man. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Exposition. Is this our first scene of Alison Hannigan crying? I think so. Because goddamn, if she ain't all about that crying. Okay, so is she's this so good at Willow crying. Cry count at she's one? like, yeah, Willow Cry counts at one. But she just—it's so convincing. She's very. You good. just feel so she's bad. She's just a great for her. actress. Yeah. Oh, I felt terrible. Oh when my god. When she cries, it's fucking gut wrenching. It. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, with the Willow Cry count, what a terrible count. I mean, <laughs> is it any worse than concussion count? I don't know. <laughs> We've got to go consult Giles about what might be going wrong with Xander. And I love this so much. They're describing all of the things that he's doing. You know, being a jerk, wearing different clothing, hanging out with different people. And Giles is like, well, it's very serious. 
I'm afraid he's a 16-year-old boy. Ah, you're just... You'll have to kill him. <laughs> oh, I love me some oh, Giles. God, it's, oh, God. It kills yeah, me. It's, it's so, so good. good. And then they're like, no, Giles. It's worse than that. You At don't understand. At some point, they figure out that it's I don't hyenas. know how Buffy cracks the hyena case. <laughs> like, I, have, I haven't written down that she does it, but I don't know... How she I have reached no that clue conclusion. how that happened. I think honestly, no I think clue. She, maybe she puts together that like the the pack the pack is acting the pack. <laughs> is acting weird, and then Giles says something. I think it's the pig. I don't fucking no, it made no sense. They but whatever, the they yeah. crack they crack the hyena case. And we need to because this you know we need to get <laughs> yeah this we show gotta get rolling, through this. Yes, yeah, and we see the flutester go up to arrest the four douchemen of the apocalypse. And they're just like... Uh, which is the pack. They're just like, minus oh my Sandra. god, we did eat that pig. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> and you're like, you're just telling him that? They're hyenas, Michaela. They find many things funny. Don't you know that hyenas laugh? Don't worry. We'll come back to that in this episode. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Like, all they do is laugh and eat things, basically, is what hyenas yeah. do. It was what I've learned. Yeah, and so they, they admit that they ate this pig they murdered and ate the school mascot flutie is upset and tells them he's that they're gonna have like i don't know detention forever but like he's really not <laughs> yeah, as upset as that's he should like counseling be. shit like killing like, a that's pig? fucked up that's super fucked up man that's not regular 16 yeah. year old what, what are they serial killers and so right he's like you guys come with me giles finds some stuff on a cult of animal worshippers or something. So I know that you're all about the cults. Oh no, those were sects, sects. weren't they? Right, yeah. we're waiting for sects. Yeah. Cults are not interesting, no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, primals. Ooh, they want to take all the animal juice. I gotta stop saying juice. Mojo, yeah. right. I actually wrote down Is that... mojo because I didn't want to write down hyena better. juice. <laughs> yeah. You should really stop saying that word. I've stopped in basically all of my life unless I'm referring to real juice. So people are basically trying to take the soul or like the essence of the hyena and like put mm-hmm. it into themselves to like gain the hyena's power or the power of another predator. They're very predator. powerful hyenas, apparently. Yeah, and are but they? then if you if it's untreated, then they just show a picture of a lot of dead people. We get another classic Buffy factoid here, which is that. Uh, hyenas were not allowed on Noah's Ark because they were an unholy breed of cats dogs and, and dogs. Cats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Is that true? I don't remember reading that in the Bible that I read. Did Who you knows? read the Bible? I guess. I've read a fair bit of it. Did you read the part about the Ark? Eh, skimmed it. I want to <laughs> well, know how many people or how many animals were barred from the, the Ark. Because some author had a real vendetta against them. Like, elephants? Fuck elephants. Not letting those (laughs) shitty things on the ark. I mean, dinosaurs are the obvious thing. (laughs) Yeah, fuck dinosaurs, man. (laughs) But, like, okay, if hyenas weren't allowed on the ark... How are they still around? Doesn't that bother anyone? They can swim real good, apparently. Yeah, I guess. This is a great Buffy factoid in that it doesn't make any sense. We've got a minor scene here between uh, Buffy and Xander. Nothing really happens. I mean, he manages to sneak up on her, which is kind of impressive. Because uh-huh. I feel like she's got, you know, super hearing too. I also feel like you probably have more oh. problems with this scene. Oh, yeah. Than just that. Like, him sneaking up on her might not be the worst thing about this. No, no. So that's where it starts. And then it just goes yeah, scarier and more not downhill to go with the, from there. It's not rape metaphor. It's just Xander trying to push himself in a physical sexual way on Buffy. 
she is like fighting him and like lands on top of him and then he says something about waiting jumping for her yep to bones. jump his bones and you're just like what is happening i hate everything about this and then buffy says and i quote get off of me and xander says and i quote is that what you really want right and you're just like, yeah, so this is no. this is not a metaphor. Yeah. And like a lot of stuff Beth and liking that she's scared. It's all super gross. We don't need to retread it here. It's it's a really terrible scene, but it's And treated. he brings up Angel again. Yeah, he to sure. bring but up like, Angel. Like that's so yeah. much not the worst part about this. No. It's just all bad. And it gets treated surprisingly lightly, especially through the rest of the episode. It's and he's not he great. goes on about how like like, he basically says that he knows Willow is into him, but she's not That's good enough That's also terrible value whatever. judgment. Yeah. It's While all of this, the worst the stuff worst. is happening, there's other the worst stuff to occupy our time with. Because Flutie has arrested the pack and taken, him in, taken them into his office, where they start threatening him physically. But not in yeah. like a verbal way, just in a getting close to him and surrounding him sort of thing. And I was like, oh, man, I do remember this peril. This is a lot of peril that he's in. And it keeps getting more and more perilous with him in more and more peril. And, I mean, I knew that they were nearly eating him. And I was like, wow, when does Buffy show up to stop them? She doesn't. He gets eaten by four humans. Flutie's dead. Do you recall me talking about how authority figures who Flutie like Buffy too much even like are Buffy fucked. that much. Yeah, he liked her too much. Wow. Just you wait for the next principle if you don't, so I don't think remember that any Flutie of this. liked I Buffy didn't have much. any clue that Flutie died ever. I thought yeah. he was a pretty central character, or like a central-ish character that you could rely on to be there for a while. He's got these six episodes, and you know, he was kind of killing it. He was great. Like, I love he's Flutie. Got a, he's got a good energy about him. He really sells yeah, what he's trying to go for in the character, yeah, and it works sure. well as like a comedic thing. And you're like, man, this Flutie guy, he's pretty all right. Yeah. He'll be fun to have for as a background character in general. He'll be able to provide a little bit of, like, comedy into things when things yep. make it a bit more serious. Nope. Nope, nope, so nope. So that happens. Yeah. It's, again, we'll probably talk about this a bit more later, but it's taken strangely lightly by everyone. Yeah. That's the theme of the first season. No one's really concerned about the terrible things that happen. So Buffy oh. manages to knock Xander out. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, brings him to the library. The this is actually a good transition into a segment oh. that we hear at Welcome to the Hellmouth call Stupor Strength. Sir, perhaps together. The Mokhtar chant of strength. Larak, Tarath. 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 Do you want to give our listeners a brief recap of Stupor Strength? Yeah. Uh, totally. Uh-huh. It's the... Yes. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you got it. You're nearly there. <laughs> Do you think so? I could hear the ideas forming in your mind. <laughs> like, I mean, I formed ideas, but something about people being able to come out of a stupor very easily. No. I don't fucking no. know. What? I tried. <laughs> it's more about how Buffy is super powerful with her Slayer strength. Uh-huh. But then, because that's there, you tend to get a lot of people who are basically exactly the same level of powerful yes so you know xander by himself would not be a threat to buffy but oh thank goodness this hyena stuff (laughs) has given him super strength so he's now a threat plausibly 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, but he's not too much of a threat that he can just kill her. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess the same thing happened with vampires. The same thing didn't happen with uh, Miss French, the teacher, the praying mantis. But that was, she didn't really fight her. The same thing happened with Claw Guy. He was built up a lot and then basically didn't do anything. It is all too convenient. Like everyone is at the same level as Buffy constantly. Constantly. Because even with this extra hyena mojo, see, mojo's the right word. It is. Yeah, no, Xander, there's no way he should be able. Like, he shouldn't be able to fight Buffy at all. All she does is fight all the time. He's just yeah. a person. Hyenas are scavengers, not, like, great fighting no. animals. No. But, of course, you know, there wouldn't really be much conflict no. if the it's hyenas did of television, pose an actual But, threat. yeah, everything is pretty evenly matched, and no one has to run away from fights a lot. Yeah. So they find out about the flutester. Mm-hmm. I feel that Giles kind of gives it the gravity it deserves. Yeah, he's very he is shell Yeah, he's very torn up about it. It's it's really good. And uh, then Willow is like worried about whether or not Xander right. was there. Well, she doesn't want him to be a cannibal because she still has plans on him. Right, and I get that. The principal was just killed like, and eaten by four students. Like there are yeah, there are bigger fish right now. You know, let's let's yeah. worry about whether or not Xander's a cannibal later. Right, there'll be plenty of time. You know what? There are four cannibals walking yeah. around right now. Yeah. Let's think about that. Why don't we? No, it's. It's not great. No, and then they just, like, breeze right by it again. They're, yep. They just, I don't even think, I mean, as, know if they bring it up. Buffy's bringing Maybe once Xander more? into the library to lock him in the bookcage, she really treats the whole, like, what Xander tried to do to her pretty lightly. Yeah. She's I know just she's like, the Slayer, but she is not suffering from shock at all from this. It's like, oh, yeah, one of my best friends did something terrible to me. Ah, you know, yeah. I, that's not my idea of romance. Ha, ha, ha. You're like, no, what? No, she makes a very, very flippant comment about it. And it's really, really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Like, I understand that they don't want to turn Xander into a villain, I guess. And it's like, oh, it's not him. If you don't it's want the to hyena. turn him into a villain, but, don't yeah. write a rape don't, scene for don't him. Don't have that scene happen, you know? Yeah. There were a lot of other things that yeah, you could have done Yeah, he could have just, there, like, physically attacked Buffy, you, went for. you know? Yeah. So again... This this episode is, like, almost 20 years old, but that's not an excuse. No. I don't know what it is. It's... I don't know how I didn't remember how bad all of this was. <laughs> it's terrible. Thankfully, the pack has now eaten. So when a single woman by herself walks through a park and basically steps on them with her with baby... Her baby. Oh, yeah. She's able to escape no problem. And they're just like, oh, we're going to go back to sleep. We've had a big In meal. their weird sleep pile. Oh, yeah. They remember about the zoo man. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we should go talk to that guy. Maybe he knows something. He seemed suspicious. Right. Well, no. No, they don't think they he don't was think suspicious. They suspicious just think like, all. oh, he probably knows what's going on because he quarantined those things in the first place. Maybe they weren't just sick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's just using the word quarantine really loosely. <laughs> and then Willow wants to stay behind to be the one to like watch Xander when he wakes wow. up. And they're like, is that such a good idea? And she's like, no, I can handle it. And you know what? They trust her. So they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to let you do this. This is what you want. I think she has a very good reason in that she can tell far more easily whether Xander is himself or a different person. Because Buffy and Giles don't know him that well. No, like they would have a harder time. Arguably nobody knows him as well as Willow does. No. So yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We get 
Giles and Buffy talking to the zookeeper, <laughs> who is remarkably okay and on board with all of this stuff. He just takes it all in stride. He's he's obviously very interested in what they have to say. Like, yeah. like far too interested. Like, you're sure they're possessed? Just like, How did that happen? <laughs> A predatory act had to happen. Interesting. I didn't know that. Like, what? Neither Giles nor Buffy notices any of yeah, this. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, he has a normal level of interest. <laughs> well, so I mean, for, for like, he Giles, uses the, he would. The zookeeper uses the phrase, reverse transpossession. <laughs> and neither of them bat an eye. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're just like, that's a common term you would know. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Uh, makes sense. But he's like, yeah, guys, I can totally get them back into the right bodies. Yeah. Or like the hyena spirit back into the hyena. Trust me on this. Uh, you go bring them here and I'll just get things ready. It'll be fine. I'll, yeah, I know all about this magic stuff. And they're like, sounds good, Mr. Trustworthy. Yeah, better auto-trust Let's go. you. No problems. <laughs> In this time, the pack has shown up at the school because apparently after a hyena pack eats and sleeps, they will try to find any... Uh, members of the pack that have been oh sorry the pack that have been separated from them of course I mean it only makes sense so they show up and terrorize Willow for a bit she has a scene where Xander wakes up and tries to kind of like sweet talk her into giving the key up and then she seems like she's gonna do it but really she's just tricking him yeah she's very tricky and you're like you know what I like that they put this in for Willow Mm because it's showing that yeah she's not just some like you know lovesick girl Willow's very smart and she would try to trick Xander like that. I would say that I'm really looking forward to a Willow-centric episode, but I think we get Robo Boyfriend as our first Willow-centric episode. Yeah. And I'm really not looking forward to that. You, you know, you'll remember it. It's memorable. It's incredibly like, memorable. Ah, yeah, memorable and good really are not the same thing right now. Because <laughs> so Very far, much opposites. this was pretty memorable. Praying Mantis pretty yeah. memorable giles and buffy show up to save willow from the pack and manage to get themselves locked in a room while the pack is you know wandering around trying to get in and eventually the pack just gives up and leaves and they're like okay easier prey is out there probably you know babies and things so giles and willow will go to meet the zookeeper buffy will bring the pack to uh the zookeeper by herself because she's the Slayer and she can just lead them on a merry chase. And I will lead them on a merry chase. And yeah, that's that's basically our plan going forward. Yeah, so the pack has found a family, a nice family in a jeep? It's some minivan. sort of vehicle. Minivan. Is it a minivan? Yeah. Anyways, the husband and wife are having some inane argument. Uh-huh. Some some pretty, pretty solid dialogue there. And then all of a sudden, there's a hyena person on the roof. On the roof. How did that, how did that hyena person get on the roof? Without them noticing, was, like... Was it there when they came out to the car? Because no. no, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. Was, did the person climb up onto the car? Because when you see other hyenas climbing up onto the car, it's it, the car obvious. shakes. Because that's what happens when a person tries to get onto a car. Why on the roof? Why not just pop up from the side? <laughs> Which, I mean, the other ones do, but yeah, there's wouldn't a roof one. Wouldn't that be an easier thing to film? Wouldn't it make more sense? But it wouldn't be as spooky. Sure. Spook factor is high here, Yeah, I guess. But yeah, huh. so Buffy finds them. Saves and, the kid from getting right, eaten. Good job. Somehow can... Like, how does she convince them to chase She's very her? Chaseable. I don't understand this. She runs away. Well, didn't and we... like the unholy breed of dogs and cats that they are, they love chasing things that run. Okay, but... 
just circling back to this whole them dodgeballing Lance, they like picked right. him because he go was for the weak yeah. one. Yeah, and so why would they chase after the Slayer? That's actually a really good point. Because, yeah, they have that scene to set up the fact that they go for the weakest one. And then there's, like, a family of terrified people and a girl who's trying to beat the shit out of them. I guess if them, they didn't chase like, her, better she would have just girl. continued beating them up while they were trying to have a meal. Presumably. And that's not a pleasant way to have a meal. So, yeah, they chase her. We don't know why. Giles... Goes into the <laughs> hyena house alone. <laughs> Willow just, can stay out here. He's so weirdly naive it's kind of it's charming great. i don't the know the zookeeper comes out in all sorts of face paint and wearing robes and carrying a staff and he's like oh yeah that all checks out that clocks as does this giant symbol on the floor of the hyena house wait a minute some of this might not clonk the zookeeper knocks him out does okay wait does he knock him out yeah well doesn't he hit him in the stomach yeah which so, knocks but him like, out. he didn't hit him in the head no but he falls I'm, over unconscious. Is he unconscious? This is very important. If he isn't, why doesn't he get back up? Because getting like, hit in the stomach with a huge club thing would probably put you on the ground for a while. Right, but the zookeeper drags him into the other room, and he doesn't come out for, like, ten minutes. Okay, fine. Concussion count is at three. Yeah, damn right it is. Man, that's 50%. It is. It's 50%, and that's, that's what I love so about crazy. it. This is six episodes in, and three of them have had Giles that's getting crazy. knocked out. Oh, so much brain damage proving that the most dangerous animal of all is the zookeeper thus proving that the deadliest animal of all is the zookeeper (laughs) you know when he comes out with the face paint and he's like still wearing his glasses (laughs) you're just like that's really taking away from it for me it is oh it's so good Willow comes in to investigate. She's so sweet. She's just as trusting as Giles is. (laughs) Yep. She's like, where's Giles? He's uh, lying in wait. And you're like, nah, this guy. It's good. He he still has time to time. And so then he starts starts to like (laughs) tie her hands. And she just... Yeah, I'll need your help. <laughs> she just kind of stands there. I found like, that fairly believable. Oh, okay, I'm helping. Just like, she's really not sure what's going on. And as long as you pretend to know what you're People doing... People will buy it. And really just, like, act yeah. confident. Yeah. I would say that Willow would be like, oh, oh, this is helping. And okay. then it's all happening and so then fast. And he holds a knife yeah. to her throat. Yeah, exactly. He's not giving her any time to think. Holds a knife to her throat and she's like, predatory act. Oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm actually really boned here. Yeah, so she... she just out. in time for Buffy to run in and be warned that it is in fact yeah, a Yeah, and then so Buffy runs in, the hyena's close on her heels, and the zookeeper manages to steal the mojo right out of them and suck uh-huh. it all into himself. Yep. See, if it was juice, the whole sucking thing was... <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, really got, got to stop using that word. It's quickly becoming one of my least favorite words. Uh, yeah, just all because and of me we and you're so welcome. so often pair it with that sweet, sweet blank <laughs> juice and just, it's just I've said master terrible. juice too many times. Far too many. Oh, Speaking yeah. of master, we never see him in this, this episode. Is a, no, this is a hyena episode. Where would the master mm-hmm. fit into this? Right, no. so yeah, he takes their hyena mojo and then he's all like, I don't know how he took it from all of them and got it all for himself, but whatever. Well, one hyena gave oh, it to all of them. Oh, that is true. So, so, yeah. I guess if they all look at him, he's fine. Willow closes her eyes quite yeah, smartly. Yeah, and then uh, I guess. Xander, having been freed from the hyena spell, is like, oh, immediately, some guy has a yeah. knife to Willow's throat. That's not good. And yeah, goes Runs over to save her. Pushes him into the hyena pit. Yeah? Doesn't Buffy flip him into the hyena pit? Oh, probably. Some action There's like happens. a the railing. It's quite the flip. Yeah. 
And yeah, no. So Buffy flips him in. The hyenas eat him. And again, mm-hmm. we're all just kind of like, well, mission accomplished. That solves that. Job I mean, there's well no done. body to dispose nope. of, right? Because he was eaten by and, like, the hyenas. He was a person. I mean, yeah. he was evil, sure. Wasn't he, like, the zookeeper? Yeah. Won't the zoo notice that he's missing? I mean, they'll probably find some remains in the hyena enclosure. <laughs> ah, wrapped up beautifully. Put <laughs> a bow on it. And they'll think to themselves, it. man, <sighs> this guy shouldn't have fallen in here like this. Oh, boy. What a mistake on his part. Oh, boy. So that's that's that oh. all wrapped up. So we cut to the next day at school. Buffy is wearing and, a toque oh, and a, what, sleeveless it's like a, t-shirt? It's like a, just like a normal, like, it's a, bl- a black t-shirt. She got a black toque and then like a pink mini skirt. It's all shiny and... The toque. What the hell the is she wearing? Was a so toque? confusing. It's like she's so walking bizarre. around like it's no big deal. <laughs> like yeah. this is what everyone yeah. wears. Yeah, there's a lot of weird hat work in the show in general. But yeah, they, whenever they try to put hats on people, it just looks weird and wrong and out Super of place. Bizarre. So yeah, Xander's yeah. going on about how he can't remember anything. One minute he's in the hyena enclosure, next minute some guy's got a knife to Willow's throat. Action. What happened he's in between? Very glad that he did not eat Principal yep. Flutie, but like he's still dead, man. Less happy that he ate a pig and yeah, you yeah. should be. But no, again, they they bring up the fact that Principal Flutie is literally dead and yeah. they don't no, see they can find a new principal. They like they make it Buffy literally jokes yeah. about it. I guess they're teenagers. They don't have complex emotions. Xander leaves the I girls behind and runs into the G-man and Giles is like I've done a lot of research <laughs> on animal possessions and I can't find anything about memory loss and Xander apparently remembers everything, which pulls us right into our segment of scarred for life. But the king is dead. And if it weren't for you, he'd still be alive. (gasps) What will your mother think? What am I gonna do? Run away, Simba. Run. Run away and never return. Yeah, because you know what? Maybe he should be. Maybe he should seem a little bit more upset about this whole experience that he had and the things that he did like slash the, tried to do. This happens to a lot of characters in Buffy where they have horribly traumatic experiences and then bounce back real they easy. They kind of laugh it off. It's not just Xander. Yeah, Xander does it. Buffy yep. does it in this episode because he's like, oh, did I do anything else embarrassing <laughs> while I was under? And Buffy's like, mm, no, nothing you should be worried about. Like, what? What? Yeah, she just, I mean, like, it, it It went along with how flippant she had been earlier about it. But yeah, no, maybe you need to tell this guy, hey, I know you were possessed, but here are some things you said and things you did. I'm really and uncomfortable like, around right? you now. Shouldn't she be really uncomfortable and, like, not want to hang out with him anymore? Because yeah. I wouldn't want to. No. Yeah, and then Giles is all like, oh, I'll your secret's safe with me. Ha ha. And the other members of the pack, they remember eating Principal Flutie. Yeah. They need such counseling, and I don't think it'll ever work. No, they... I mean, they, there's no discussion of like, what happens to them. That will haunt them for the rest of their and, lives. And, like, they murdered a man. And they get away with it. Like, no one him. knows that it was them, but they because all know. Because they're like, oh, wild dogs attacked him. Like, that's the going story around the school, I guess. But yeah. no, yeah, they... They're going to have to live with that for all forever. Time. So good luck to them. Good luck to everyone in this show that this happens to. Because 
I'm sure we have not seen the last of it. I'm pretty sure this isn't the first I'm of it. I'm trying to remember. I guess it's like what happened in the first yeah. couple episodes where people just like, oh, you know, it was some gang war, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, gas leaks. I must have imagined the whole thing. But no, these people are really, really in a bad way. And I way. mean, so they live in Sunnydale. Again, this stuff happens all the time. Xander actually references something earlier when he's locked up in the cage. Like, were we really fighting for our lives all the time when Buffy wasn't around? And I was like, wait, wait, is this is this linked? <laughs> Has she brought the bad things to town? I mean, the master seems like he was going to do his thing like, regardless. If she wasn't there, would bad things have started to happen? I'm saying, did they happen beforehand? And we don't really know. Well, okay, so <laughs> there's an episode in a later season that maybe uh-huh. can speak to this. I'm not going to discuss it because it would get, we'll get there. Spoilers. It's, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's pretty spoilery. But uh, it, like, it spoils a lot of stuff to even try to talk about mm-hmm. it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Sunnydale's a weird place. Nobody acts the way you'd expect. And the end of this episode is pretty unsatisfying. Yeah, very much so. For an episode about teenage boys and how they can act and, like, act out and start changing, it goes to some really weird places that are fully unnecessary and takes us to our final segment, the fan-favorite segment, Meta Forgotten. If we can hit that bullseye, the rest of the dominoes will fall like a house of cards. Checkmate. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, God, they are good about forgetting everything yeah. you know you can, they really yeah. are so meta forgotten is where we're talking about how a lot in the first season at least to some extent in later seasons you'll just get episodes or arcs that are metaphors <laughs> just straight metaphors for things that are happening so we've had teacher's pet about sexuality we had this episode which is about teenage boys growing up what are the uh, other which, ones which yeah. about yeah living vicariously through yeah. your children and mother-daughter relations, Uh, all that sort of stuff comes up. And yeah, a lot of it does get forgotten, but in general, there's a lot of stuff in Buffy that just sort of hits you over the head. I think it's weirder in season one because they have a focus on it, and that's sort of how the show was pitched, as like this monster of the week meets teen drama. Yeah, because they're pushing really hard, like, oh, on the Hellmouth metaphors come, well, that that they come true, but like... The things that happen you in other places more yeah, are uh, manifested as monsters or as physical things happening. And you're kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, we, we get it. You don't need to keep beating <laughs> and, us yeah, over the head This will continue on it. for quite a while. I know Willow has her arc later on <laughs> that is just <laughs> like prolonged commentary oh on drug God. use. It's, it's uh, <laughs> prolonged is a understatement, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Oh um, boy! I think it's worst in episode in season one, from what I can remember. Definitely, like compared to the like things that happened at the school in yeah. season two, because yeah, this one it's it's just very much you know things that are happening when it, the stu- other students are involved. They're just mm. straight up straight up metaphors all the time. So this was an episode in which the writers decided that Xander was just too cool and too likable. <laughs> <laughs> and they really needed to bring him down a couple pegs. Is that basically accurate? I mean, I don't know what they thought they were doing. Like, 
we already hated Xander. I I was at the point where I kind of thought, I don't like how much worse can it get? You know? How much a surprising yeah, amount worse. A surprising he had amount. two heroic scenes. He saved Lance, and I want to talk a bit right. about Lance. Uh, and he also then at the very end saved Willow from the guy with the knife. And you're like, okay, good job, Xander. You did two good things in an episode where you were just a complete shitbag who does really awful things. And then you're like, this has to be rock bottom, right? It, Are it... you saying it's not? <laughs> no. What? No. I I mean, it has to be. Uh, I, I God, I hope so. Like, I, I'm concerned just because I didn't remember how bad this is. I'm concerned that it, it could possibly get worse. But then I'm like, no. If it gets it worse, get worse, they can no There's longer no air this on regular <laughs> okay, television. So let's call this rock bottom for sure. Yeah. But, you know, just because uh, we hit rock bottom, that doesn't mean we that... We can't stay here. <laughs> yeah. Just drag along like I an I mean, anchor. technically, all the stuff that happens with Xander now will be relatively better because our bar <laughs> is this low, right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's the watchword for this season. <laughs> Setting the bar. Yep. What, we're like we're six seasons out of twelve now, right? We're halfway through. So yeah, there you go. No, no big deal. Yeah, it's Got all got to real... be uphill from here. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, what did you have to say about Lance? I just think if you're gonna have a Lance-like character, why could it not have been Jesse? <laughs> Jesse would have been ten times a better Lance character to have. He's someone who had a connection with Xander. They were good friends. He could have been picked on by other kids. That's plausible. Like, he wasn't the coolest kid, but he had a couple friends. So it's plausible that he would get picked on. Mm. And then when Xander has to go save him, it makes sense why Xander goes alone and why Xander cares about him. Really, if they had saved Jesse instead of wasting his godlike talent so early, uh, this could have been a much better episode. I mean, yeah, the the uh, turning on Lance would have been a lot more potent if it was them turning on Jesse. Oh my god, can you imagine? Oh, you get all that six episodes of like build up of Ooh. this is Xander's other friend yeah. that he occasionally hangs out with and then it just all comes crashing down. So what you're saying is you want to find the season one scripts and write Jesse into them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it would have been much improved had they done that. Yes. But you're not planning to uh, do it. Not at this point. But maybe someday. Who knows? <laughs> That'll, the internet exists. Uh, this could be such, a thing. Such Jesse fanfic. <laughs> mm. I've never written fanfic before, but this is this might be the time I'm tempted. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll read it. Oh, I'll read it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So after watching this episode, if you uh-huh. were a network executive, would you say to yourself, yeah, this is we need more of this on the air? I did not find this episode to be badly made. There were a couple things that I really liked about it. Giles dismissing uh, Xander's behavior as just typical 16-year-old is great. The entire stuff with the zookeeper is amazing. And there was some, there were some solidly acted scenes. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, I think that I would have been very concerned about the content of the show, but in terms of quality, I'm actually pretty happy with this one. I would let them continue. It's not a bad episode. A lot of really bad things happen in it. 
I don't know why it stuck with me. I think it stuck with me because the kids eat Flutie. Yeah, but you didn't even remember that because that's insane. No, but that's it left it thing. left something yeah. in my mind. And like I remembered when I remembered like oh Flutie gets nearly eaten. I remember it being like oh oh god like I remember it gets super close to that and I was super uncomfortable. And then it does happen and it just wow. I like the idea that the younger you was so traumatized by Flutie being eaten by four teenagers that you 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 <laughs> chose to remember it as he almost gets eaten. <laughs> I was 19. I was delicate. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So the next episode is called Angel. Uh, and So uh, we know a character called Angel. Uh-huh. Or Angie, as we prefer to yeah, call him. we do. I'm assuming it's about him. That's probably we, pretty good assumption, yeah. We might learn that he's a vampire. To because say, we still don't technically know that. That's true, we don't. That's actually like a, that's like a mid-season kind of reveal, I guess, then. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, it it's interesting. I don't remember an any specifics about this episode. If all you can give me is that it's called Angel and Angels <laughs> in it, like any anything else, I... is there a scene or like a feeling? Like it's it's pretty angel focused. Let's just put it that way. So what I'm hoping to get out of this is seeing Darla again because we haven't seen her since episode two. Yeah, I can't believe and that she wasn't she comes kicking back. it in the masturbatorium. You know, right? God, yeah. I hate that it's called. It's been that. four episodes since we've yeah. seen her. Uh, it's been three episodes since we've seen Buffy's mom. Has it really? Yeah, not since oh which God. have we seen her. And I'm like, Joyce. oh, I thought she would have things to say about her daughter getting into this much trouble. And then her principal dying. Oh my God, because even when they were at Buffy's house and Owen came to pick her yeah, up, no Joyce, Joyce wasn't there because Joyce probably would have been no like, Joyce. what the fuck is Giles doing here? Wait, <laughs> has she ever met Giles no, before? No, not yet. Oh, I can't remember what happens, but I'm definitely picturing them as a couple that's in my head. Interesting. I think that's probably what happens. Guess we'll see. Because like they're the only two olds in the so show. So what you're saying right? is that like Buffy's father figure and mother figure should go yeah. out. That's what you want from this show. Yeah, that'd be great. No, this Giles is an authority theater, an authority figure who doesn't die immediately. Yeah, that's true. There has to be somebody. Can we circle back to the fact that you just called them olds and I skated right by it? <laughs> I mean, sure. I don't know what else I have to say other than I feel like that's ageist. But anyway, what are you talking about? I'm super old. I'm like 25. Yep, you Come are on. ancient. <laughs> so, Michaela, what's your top outfit for this episode? Oh, the the toque. <laughs> like, yeah, oh okay, yeah. Good. Like, honestly, I don't I'm know really what partial. <laughs> I'm really partial to her opening yeah. look, where Buffy is wearing the trench coat and the ascot and the weird leopard print shirt i feel like i just didn't get enough of the toque look and i want more you know it's so like the scene wasn't long enough god but it's so interesting (laughs) because i just i think that maybe if i got to see more of it i could understand what it was about (laughs) i don't know oh man yeah honestly I, i was worried at one point that the outfits would start to disappoint me and that was that was foolish of me <laughs> to ever worry oh, about that. Absolutely foolish. Yeah. Well, that just about does it for us here at Welcome to the Hell. How can now. people reach us? If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. You can also email welcomehellmouthpodcast at gmail.com if you're a bad yep. person. You, of course, are free to reach out to us by telephone. We're available at SMS at... I am 1-800-D-Linley. Oh, and I am 
one eight hundred Michael. Because nice. Michaela's eight letters. It's too long. So. It didn't fit. I don't yeah. think D Lindley's seven. <laughs> See, I, I did that math before I said anything. Oh, it is. I think it is. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. It anyway, is. Make sure to uh, hashtag those texts. Uh, welcome to the hell now. Otherwise, we won't well, yeah, see no, them. We can't even read them if they don't have the hashtag. Right. They, uh, they won't be... Uh, they won't be delivered. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Until next time. Farewell, farewell from, from the, the hell Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.